0: Let's go. Bingetown, how we feeling today? It's your boy, PD, aka Producer Dave, and I am joined with my fellow Gadolkin colleague, Paul. And today we are covering Gen V, episode five, Welcome to the Monster House. It's just me and Paul today. We're going to be holding down the fort Another phenomenal episode, to be honest. I hate that each episode is getting shorter and shorter. I think last week's episode was 47 minutes, and this week's episode was 40 minutes. So kind of annoying that we aren't getting that full hour of content. I always crave more boys' content. But really quickly, just a little sidetrack here, just the usual town housekeeping. If you're listening to us on the, our Gen V feed, be sure to check out our main podcast feed, Town TV. We covered the one-piece live action. We're currently covering Jujutsu Kaisen. Wheel of Time just finished up, and we just did the recording for that. So a lot of great content over there on the main feed. If you guys want to go check that out. But all
1: the House of Usher. That's a great show.
0: Usher is what we're covering right now for the spooky season. So definitely give that a listen. But back to Gen V, Paul. If you want to real quickly give your thoughts on the episode overall, Paul will be hosting and you know walking us through most of the scenes for the most part. But we'll give you guys some good commentary here.
1: Yeah. I mean, this show just doesn't miss a beat. It's so good. I mean, it's the struggles of being a young soup growing up and getting tossed into this environment. Basically what Starlight does and, you know, everything's not as it seems. I love the aspect of who can you trust, who can you not, especially after this one. We're going to be like double guessing everybody. They just tell the story so well. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with how funny it is. I mean, the lines and dialogue are just amazing. Every actor and every character is so good. I, like, I'm not upset when one's on the screen because like, I want to be seeing the other. Like, They're all so entertaining at this point, and their stories are so wild that I'm like, all right, give me anybody, and I'll be so happy. So um, I'm loving this. Um, Yeah, the episode, Welcome to the Monster Club, not the Monster, oh, Monster House. House sorry. Same thing. I mean, House is just bigger. Bigger club, but um I don't know what that means necessarily. If that was talking about like these people are kind of viewed as monsters, especially at the very last line of the episode, you know, Andre talking to Kate and whatnot. But we're we're seeing some crazy flexes of powers this episode, and we're getting some boundaries, what they can and can't do, some stuff they don't even realize. It's great. So that's what makes the
0: boys so great. Is not only is the story itself of what's happening in the world just so great, but just the way they introduce these weird situations everything is so unique we'll cover a lot of them in this episode but it's just the show does things that no other show really does and it just not only again is the story so great but they also make it feel fresh and new and this is just one of my one of our personal favorite shows that's currently being released and you can obviously tell why
1: it's great it's so good let's jump right into the episode I'm just going to kind of summarize the first chunk of the episode, and then we'll talk about everything that happens and then continue on from there. But we pick up right where we left off last episode. People are just naked and waking up next to somebody else naked. We got Andre and Kate waking up in the bed together and Jordan and Marie waking up in bed together. None of them remember anything. Eventually, they're kind of looking around, piecing things together. They're in this dude Dusty's house through a big party. They kind of meet up and realize, okay, we're missing big chunks of our memory. We get Emma in a hot tub waking up. (laughs) And then it's like, wait, no, that's not a hot tub. That's a fucking huge pool. And she's just big Emma right now. And we see on the TikTok too, like she's going crazy. Nobody remembers anything. Jordan and Marie making out too. So they knew they were having a good time. Eventually they sit down and, Trying to remember exactly what was going on. They remember Rufus was there. And they remember they had beef with Rufus. He's probably the one that wiped the memory. Kate gives a little backstory about her experience with Rufus. And for the plan right now, he is target number one. And all of a sudden, they see Andre disappeared. He's going to go kill Rufus. Andre has a really short temper. And then they kind of split up from there. So, big chunk of that first episode any thoughts well i guess to pick up where you just left off with andre leaving
0: it's annoying because we know that he should have been a little bit more cautious with everything that just happened um with emma you know he was the one that kind of recruited her to go into the woods that whole ordeal was basically blamed on him and now he's kind of again just jumping the gun a little bit and just wanting to kill rufus although i will say though his memory is probably wiped of his first interaction of like Emma disappearing and everyone blaming him for that. So it's true to his character that he's just willing to kind of just like gung-ho everything and just go right in. Cause I, I always want to support my boy, Andre. I don't know if uh, you know this Paul, but Andre's definitely yeah. been one of my favorite characters still, even though he has been
1: kind of taking L's left and right. Going but, through a lot. You know, I just lost his yeah. best friend realizing his dad is like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, he's just high all the time too. That's <laughs> why so he probably never thinks anything through. Cause he just like, yeah, one track mine. Um a few things about them waking up in that house, just with them walking into a couple, a dude who could vibrate his hand, and then that was a girl with so... a mouth guard in. And I don't know if she was like a whale or something with her. I took hole. it as a
0: whale with a blowhole. What just a terrible power that would be, but
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a side effect of some other power, but, yeah, that is, like, the also, deep skills type of thing.
0: Also, good on them for closing the door quick enough, because it just reminded me of Mother's Milk, who mm-hmm. did not close the door quick enough and just took it all in the face. So, similar situation here for Andre and Kate. And then we also see the RA guy, uh, translucent son, walking around as a gimp for this, like, alpaca, which is apparently... That- translucent it's, sun i didn't it's know that translucent sun or so i think i forgot who told me that i can't awesome. like i'm not confirming it right now mm-hmm. like i'm not looking it up i don't want to but i, I know believe i it. think someone said and yeah he's like he's a gimp for his like alpaca girlfriend which i have it just makes no sense to him, but it's so
1: funny <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> Look, later on we get him running the right way and he's like oh sorry she's pissed at me like sloan baby come back yeah it it's so, good. so- funny the only other
0: thing too here is before they get to the blowhole they see someone like do a line of coke and then like breathe fire i was just just kind of reminded me of the first episode or whatever episode it was when we see the woods and the lady with the drumstick remember she's put she puts it in and there's someone who breathes fire so just a random connection i thought of i don't think there's obviously there's someone in the woods currently who breathes fire so i don't think they're the same person Mm. but just something that i noticed
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. And we've kind of already seen this. Like, we're already talking about fathers and sons who have the same type of power. It seems like it's almost genetic code that if you get shot up with compound V and you get a certain power, then it's it's very likely that your kid or your offspring will get somewhat similar powers. That's something um, we've been
0: theorizing on the main podcast for a while now is, like, if you take Gen V... Gen V. Ten V. <laughs> Sorry, V. Ten- <laughs> compound V. <laughs> yeah, if you take compound V, do your powers get based on, you know maybe respect of another person is it because of genetics because we saw when butcher took gen v i keep saying gen v compound v in season three you know he kind of took on the the homelander abilities and you know we all know that butcher hates homelander is constantly thinking about homelander so Mm -hmm. it's not like too much of a surprise that his abilities were replicated of Homelander's. but that's something like a long
1: time theory that we've been having on on the main podcast yeah really curious to see about like genetic code and if that's already like your powers are written out for you before you even like get shot up um super interesting but, and, and we also get like double powers in the sense that you know emma and termite they're similar powers in the sense that that can shrink but there's also much more to go beyond that. You know, Emma can do much more than just shrink. And there's different, you know, parameters to her ability. I've been kind of
0: taking it as like the one piece universe. Like you have like the main ability, but then there's one that could be stronger. Like Ace's devil fruit was the fire fruit, but Akainu was lava who was like supposedly stronger. Like there's different variations, but some can be stronger because termites was like he could sneeze and like change size, which isn't that bad. Whereas Emma has to like throw up, which definitely obviously blows to ha- like to have that be your trigger for your power that's just terrible yeah. i was thinking if she takes a dump do you think she gets <laughs> a little bit smaller too or is it
1: only vomiting
0: uh is it's she... got to be only vomiting
1: i'm assuming because so? they haven't
0: mentioned it but who knows i mean but also girls don't poop in college
1: so oh yeah i heard they don't poop until they uh, like get to 40 years old yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> um no but that is actually i wonder if it's because you can't Shit on command but you can puke on command so if you want to get small right away you just puke but yeah i'm just curious maybe we'll get something but speaking about emma i love her mm-hmm. and i feel so bad for her because she's talking about her she's looking at the video and realizing you know yeah i didn't say i could get big because my mom i got big once and my mom called me a monster and said never do it again so that's why she has never done it and she's ignoring her mom's calls so she's not worried about that but then she's asking marie about you know how was it with jordan is a male asshole tighter than a female asshole? <laughs> like, I, I love Emma. She's she hits the the hard hitting journalism. Honestly, just so entertaining. I love her.
0: She's just like one of the more real characters. You know, it just feels like someone that I personally would be hanging out with. Like everyone else is so wrapped up in being, you know, all these rankings being number one and all this stuff. And Emma's just one of us, baby. So that's why she's
1: so relatable and she's so great. Oh, she's wonderful. And real quick, Jordan, just talking to Andre and Kate, saying he has huge gaps in his memory, like more than a day's gap. And he can drink a whole bottle of Jim Beam to the face and not black out. That's black so out. wild. So, <laughs> so this is weird to him. Yeah, I love that. What, it's just
0: just really quickly, since you weren't on episode two, at the end of the episode, what were your thoughts on what, what, what was happening? Because for me, I had theorized that. My two theories were that I thought it was either going to be something related to Rufus, which we we find out it's not, obviously. But then my second option was I thought it was going to be Sam, because I've always been under the assumption that Sam has probably more powers than just super strength. Not that we've seen any so far, so I thought it was going to be him, but I just was curious like where your head was at with uh, what you thought was going on here.
1: If I'm honest, I didn't think it was Rufus or Kate. I thought it was just like another third party, like mm. Shetty got somebody to intervene. And it was like so you were already up. kind
0: of of the mindset that like someone on the ins, like someone was there messing with them from
1: the school. Yeah, basically. Okay. I didn't think it was one of our characters or one of our students. Um, but I did think, you know, it was like a faculty member or somebody like coming yeah. in to shut this shit down. Somebody from the woods, maybe. All right. So this is actually very interesting. When they talk about Rufus, Kate tells this story. Freshman year, she meets Rufus at a party, and then three days later, she wakes up and ran in bed with a camera aimed at her. And Rufus says, you know, if you make this weird, I'll wipe your memory again. And Rufus is definitely a piece of fucking shit, alright? So, there's no defending him, but do you think Kate made this up to kind of deflect and get aim at Rufus? I didn't even, Cause was she, I didn't even was think she about one, that. Was she the one that pulled up the, said like hey i think i know who's behind this and pulled up her phone to show rufus or is that jordan i can't remember i think it was jordan
0: i think it was jordan just saying like oh like rufus was at the party but that's a good question now that we have like the full knowledge of the episode because like all right so i will say like just preface everything i do think rufus is a scumbag at the end of the day 100 i'm glad you brought that up because i think she probably was deflecting at that moment. I think Rufus was just an easy target. It's just so easy to, to pin it on this guy who has a track record. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, the events could have happened, but I think she probably was quick-minded enough to use that situation to her advantage here and deflect it to yeah. him. I'm not 100% sure, but that's a good question. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, I don't feel bad for Rufus in any but like He no, got like when, his when, dick when, blowing up and getting his shit kicked out of him. Like, yeah, he when Kate it. told
0: that story, I was like, so glad this guy is now dickless
1: so glad. Oh this, well this was jumanji guy right this was who kate told to go hit himself in the balls with a bat and yell jumanji because andre like at one point is like what did kate ever do to you and he was like well jumanji and then he oh, got like hit my again god okay
0: that totally went over my head but that's crazy see like the world building's so great here
1: it's just these subtle <laughs> drops it's, uh, it's so funny so Uh, just something to think about it totally could have been true and Kate that really did happen to her and it is hard everybody's a piece of shit here like I don't understand why everybody's welcome to the monster club
0: it's it's formulating everyone's a monster here I think is what like is highlighting here because Sam has his moment obviously Kate obviously becomes a monster as well by the end so I think it's just a reference to like the school itself if you're a part of the school just welcome to the club
1: all right so in the next little bucket we got going here we got Emma going back to her dorm and getting a bunch of love. We got uh, Jordan and Marie kind of talking about their situation. Jordan, oh, says real it's-
0: quick, I just want to say that uh, before we get there, Emma and Marie do run into Sam really quickly. I don't know if you had that already in your notes. I just want to real quickly say, like, while they're figuring out why they have lapses in their memory, Marie and Emma are kind of talking on their- themselves about what's going on. Sam shows up. They have no idea that it was Sam or who he was. And I was sitting there like... This is fucking crazy. They have no idea what is going to happen here. And so they don't recognize Sam at all. They don't even know what his deal is on all this. But he just promises them that he will save them and runs off. And they were kind of just like weirded out by the whole thing.
1: Totally skipped that. Thank you. Because that was a huge part of the episode. Uh, This is where sam actually says something about a drive-in theater and they're like what are you talking about mm-hmm. and i love how emma she doesn't remember him at all but she still kind of trusts him she's got that like gut feeling he's cute and, that's why <laughs> yeah, i love that too. <laughs> that was great and i also thought sam took it way better than i thought he would i mean mm-hmm. he's so like volatile um i didn't know what was going to happen because he always says like everybody always leaves me but he, when he kind of like understood what was going to happen and says, like, don't worry, you're the real hero and I'm going to fix this. And oh, help you chills, remember, like, baby. And Emma's like, one.
0: I'm a hero. She's like, I'm a hero. I did something heroic. And I'm just like, just remember
1: it. Remember Sam. I know. Yeah. I love Sam and I hate what's happening to him and his story. And we know that he is super powerful. We don't know exactly what he can do. All we know is that. He is very coveted by blood. He can tank bullets,
0: and he's super strong. That's all we know so far. He's a beast.
1: Okay, so yeah, jumping back. Like we said, Emma was getting some love. Jordan Marie talking about their relationship. Jordan saying, you know, it's cool. Then they see Rufus talking to Shetty, and this chase goes down. And then all of a sudden, Andre shows up in Rufus's dorm. He's just so menacing the way he shut all those emergency metal doors and shutters. And I was like, oh, my God, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, then all of a sudden he kind of wakes up and realizes that he got memory wiped again he just wakes up in the middle of a uh fast food line that was so
0: that was so funny Mm -hmm. just imagine just everyone around you thinks you're acting normal and then you just kind of snap back into reality and you're just like what the fuck is happening like that'd (laughs) be so crazy
1: and i think he realized that he got wiped again because he yeah. just yells fuck and then yeah. like runs away. <laughs> uh we got Emma and Marie in their dorm kind of talking about Emma getting the love for being big and also Emma helping Marie talk through her feelings for Jordan mm-hmm. because you know the whole situation, Marie's a little confused. They also realize, you know, there's something in Marie's neck, rip out a tracker. That was insane. Popped it like um, a and- fucking zit. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that you could just feel that in there. This was a great
0: episode for her powers because it's awesome because Shetty at some point in this episode is talking to Dr. Cardosa. They're talking about Marie's powers and how they're very unique. And here we're in this episode, we're kind of getting a little bit more to her powers. So in the past, we had just seen her kind of, you know, cut herself and like the blood can be used as a lasso, can kind of be used as daggers, basic blood bending stuff if you want to consider it. But here this episode emma asks her "When am i getting my period she's like uh next friday she can tell that and then here she can kind of search her body for like inanimate objects that are just not supposed to be there like i just thought it was a real cool glimpse into her abilities just being a little bit more than what they are
1: on paper her saying that sam had blood underneath his fingernails that wasn't his blood like she could tell yeah she can tell like dude she is her power is really gross or, sorry um, gross cool it is kind of gross but it is cool. grossly underestimated i would say yeah that's um, what i meant to say and like i love that andre was joking calling her like coagula oh, because okay. <laughs> like she does kind of make the blood like coagulate and it's almost mm-hmm. like a like a solid but then when she had those blood tendrils wrapped around sam last episode and then sam hits her and the blood just falls like it's water i was like that's so perfect yeah they animate it so beautifully and it's just like hell wagula is yeah. not a bad name <laughs> i think it's, funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's honestly. really not so we get marie going to kate talking about this tracker and kate's like oh my god do i have one all of a sudden she's like i'm so sorry marie walks back out into uh. jordan jordan's like oh, i'm sorry i said we're cool and marie's like oh, that, you never said we're cool fucking rufus and goes around and before she takes off she's like hey you got something in your neck too and then uh yeah we go to kate at shetty crying you know she can't keep doing this anymore and shetty is pumping the idea that you are helping people that's your gift that's what makes you special so that was a big bucket a lot going on so i guess the big reveal here what were your takes on kate memory wiping marie right here it's annoying because me and B Tom's were actually hyping her up a lot on the
0: last podcast, saying how much we love Kate. She's awesome. I think I brushed it aside so quickly, but he, I think, had mentioned in his head that he was kind of a little skeptical of her. So I'll give B Tom's his flowers here by having the idea that Kate was going to be in on it the whole time. I think his his idea for that stemmed from um, seeing her and Golden Boy meeting Sam originally, and then he had some like questions on like why like she knows everything but she doesn't like tell other people about it. It was he had some like weird thoughts about it and now they obviously come true here in this episode. I was so disappointed, man. I've always loved Kate and her powers we've said are completely broken. The ability to just like make someone do anything is just it's busted. So it makes yeah. sense that it would be her, especially if she was the one that was there at the uh confrontation with Sam and Dr. Cardosa. She's the only one that would be capable of doing something like this. It was so obvious. But when you're watching, you're just like, who is it? Third party? Is it is it someone else? Um, I disappointment, man. I, I still love Kate. She's just a victim of Shetty's manipulation. Yeah, totally. Shetty is just making her think she's doing the right thing when she's not. I just feel I feel bad for her. But also probably the LVP of the episode, though.
1: <laughs> I had no idea. I We had the scene with Kate talking to Luke Goldenboy. Saying, I'm not gonna tell you to feel good. I think this is something you just have to go through. So I I didn't I didn't think she had it. Yeah, so I to, guess she do does wipe him after those moments. Maybe, maybe Shetty tells her to because maybe she's been under Shetty's thumb for all this time. Shetty told her, like, you help people get past the things that are holding them back. Like your brother like you just forget you have a brother or what happened to him you think your brother maybe maybe you know what it was right before that scene she wiped his memory to make him think that his brother killed himself instead of
0: oh she was probably you're totally right she was the one that definitely probably put the thought i just always kind of assumed it was maybe the school that kind of just told him like hey your brother's dead but it was definitely her that just like touched him it was like your brother's dead and then they had that scene and that's why she didn't touch him to wipe yeah. his memories because they weren't real memories to wipe. Okay, yes. You're totally on the point. You're you're on the money, Paul. we so, did it. We figured uh, it out. Again, I think Kate at the end of the day means well for our group, but obviously right now I'm not not a fan of her. I also I don't think I see her making it out of these these final episodes. I think she is going to die. She had some really heartfelt moments here, and we've seen the the consequences of her the use of overusing her power. Mm-hmm. So i'm i'm kind of on the team that i don't think she's going to make it out and i will be devastated when it happens because i think she will have you know a rebound moment but i don't see her making it out of the season unfortunately i really like her
1: we'll get there but she definitely did seem like she was sorry so i don't know if she's going to try to make it up for it and push too hard to like save her friends or something and end up dying but i definitely could see her not making it too far past it so a few little things uh that we just talked about i loved during the rufus chase how we get this one dude benny and he's a shapeshifter he's like just gave me 20 bucks and he turns around he's like hey i can do it if i get consent because of course you know it's all about consent now yeah and then that's when he runs into andre and again just incredibly menacing the way he shuts everything and then pins him up against the wall we took it all we brought them to our
0: land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse
1: carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 play it now with Game
0: Pass Metal Bending is such a great power like obviously Magneto is completely broken I feel like Andre could certainly reach that level of brokenness but we haven't seen him tap quite into it yet but Metal bending is a great ability, man, in today's yeah, how society.
1: About, how about Emma is ranked 88. She broke the top 100. Fuck yeah. That's We're awesome.
0: hype we're hyped for Emma.
1: Yeah. Some of the other students were saying she had that big soup energy and they were loving it. Um, so she's hyped. She's ignoring her mom's phone calls, saying that her mom can eat a bag of dicks. She's getting like big cricket episodes now. She, everybody wants her to be big. Yeah. So she's in a great spot and she's so nice because she's talking to Marie and she's like, I want to hear about your them friend. Like, yeah. come on, dish. And he, she's her them. Yeah. She's so nice. She's like, dude, you're overthinking it. It doesn't matter that they can switch or whatever. Do you want to put your body parts on their body parts? Yeah. She was like, Yeah, break it down. It's, it's a great her.
0: way to be about it. I'm gonna love it. And I am certainly all on team Jordan and Marie absolutely
1: oh i love it i love it um this is also where so again we already talked about it but the marie pulling tracker out of her shoulder just splurting blood over everything the fact that again she was like hey like there's a blood clot right here blood is clotting i was like oh my god it's so fucking cool i she her power
0: again is just so broken i think it's it's so good to have here
1: yeah and honestly i don't even want to say i I saw the reveal coming because it was 10 seconds before the classic the classic paul calling it before it happens but uh when marie is talking to kate kate's reaction was like so dull and i think Mm -hmm. it was really good acting like in real life about you're trying to react to this news that you know about but trying to not overreact it's it's just she was acting poorly which was actually good acting. Yes. 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 It was perfect. So I I was like, oh, my God, something's up. And then, you know, right at the end of that little scene, we get her pulling the glove off. So I didn't see it coming until five seconds before, but that doesn't count. And, yeah, I just love that Jordan and Marie. I'm just going to say it again. I fucking love them
0: the conversation that jordan has with Translucent's son is like it's so fucked up because he's just like oh yeah i love like watching girls in the shower but (laughs) i also love watching dudes in the shower and it's like it's just a
1: construct bro
0: yeah it's funny but it's also obviously so fucked up but i was genuinely pissed earlier when jordan shuts down the idea to marie when like marie's trying to they're talking about the previous nights and how they don't remember anything and jordan's just like oh i blacked out so we're cool and i'm just like don't say that you guys work so well together and (laughs) so when translucent sun albeit you know being fucked up but still giving some decent advice to jordan i was like please jordan go get marie go get her
1: (laughs) yeah they're great i'm super happy they they seem like they're at a good spot right now at least (laughs) and again i just love jordan's necklace half pearls half chain
0: I keep forgetting to mention it on the podcast, but yes, thank you for bringing it up. The necklace that Jordan wears is so fucking sweet. I love it.
1: All right, so we're going to jump back a little bit. I skipped this scene earlier just for continuity's sake, but we have down in the woods, the doctor talking to Shetty. He, fresh off of being threatened at his home and his family being threatened, saying, you know, I'm done with Sam. I'm done being a babysitter of psychopaths shetty obviously isn't letting him out of here not right away um he's worried that it's just a matter of time before they find out everything else going on down here which we were like what and then he follows it up with he's this close to perfecting the virus to control them which is again what like yeah. that's fucking huge is he implying like the virus to control like soups them as in soups that's what i was getting okay that's what like, i thought too I don't he, know. They're, they're, just, they're trying to
0: determine what makes soups tick. So I think once they find what makes them tick, they'll be able to find something that, you know, can undo that tick kind of thing. But
1: yeah. And if you have any sympathy for this doctor, don't because he's a total prick, you know? Yeah, he's a he, prick. I mean, <laughs> I mean, sure,
0: he might have regrets about his actions, but like he is currently still doing those actions. So, oh, yeah. And he, he, yeah.
1: She even says, like, to put it crudely, you know, you cut up soups and see how they work, like, see what makes them tick. So he definitely does just slice and dice and biopsy. And at the end, he says, you know, I want that girl, Marie, like he's picking out people that he wants to cut. Yeah, up. Now. So
0: I don't when he says that, I'm like, OK, all yeah. sympathy just completely gone. If you're like picking and choosing who you want to fuck up,
1: you know. And he had the amazing line. Her abilities are far more powerful than she realizes. A very rare ability, and so I'm cool. just, I'm just thinking, like, what is he talking about? Do you think he's talking about blood bending? Like, literally, able to control people, like force their movements. Yeah. I mean, um, the limits for her abilities are just like honestly endless. Like, she
0: could one, she's just going to be a like, she just understands the human body better than most people, just based off her abilities alone. She can probably tell, you know, if you have cancer you know some kind of disease she would be able to tell all that we see that she can coagulate her blood in different ways she can probably definitely control people if she didn't even know that she could blow up rufus's penis then if she like felt the blood of every human and just started making him like yeah i mean she's she's crazy and i again i like how the show not only emphasizes her being special here in this conversation but how throughout the episode they've been kind of laying the groundwork for like okay she has other powers too that could be very helpful.
1: I'm just thinking her and Tech Night would make an amazing buddy cop duo. Yeah. Because they would go to the crime scene. She would be able to detect the blood, say that's not the same, this isn't that, and he would. Yeah, be able to... they
0: would be invincible. Shout out to that show
1: coming out soon. <laughs> I was cracking the fuck up at Tech Night because when you first see him, like rubbing the hole inside the, the center, glass scotch tape, yeah. and then yeah, the glass. I was like all right now it's a little weird and then of course it goes in the into reveal freak
0: Everybody's i would have loved to have you on the last episode Tom's actually was a little disappointed with tech knight but i know you would have <laughs> been uh on my side of supporting him uh, not in his fucked upness but just as a funny time? character yeah as a yeah get oh, yeah. more screen time of him but the last thing in this conversation here with shetty and cardosa is that shetty Mentions that Marie is off limits because she has a benefactor. Someone has taken interest in Marie, and so she is off limits for Cardos's experiments, which Mm -hmm. theories out. What do you think, Paul? Who is the benefactor? I honestly at first first listen, I thought she was just kind of referring to herself, like, oh, I am like just being all mysterious, like, oh, I am the benefactor, like I am supporting her, so you can't touch her. But then I kind of was thinking about a little bit more. I don't think that's what she meant at all, really.
1: I was just trying to figure out how high it was going. I don't know if she was talking about Ashley, um you know, sh- she's just trying to fill people to fill the spot for the Seven mm-hmm. or I was thinking as far as Homelander, you know. I mean, he's he really does call the shots. Maybe he th- is thinking of a use for Marie that we're we're not even thinking about with her blood powers. Like I'm just I'm on on that same page. I was thinking,
0: I mean, I'm not going to credit myself for this cuz I read something about it, so I'm not going to take <laughs> any credit, but Stan Edgar
1: Yes, uh, yeah, that popped into my mind for a quick second. He, um,
0: what if but, like Marie's powers could get to the point that they would be so strong that not even Homelander would be able to control himself? Like, What if she could technically control Homelander?
1: Oh, my God.
0: So yeah. Stan Edgar could just be like, okay, Homelander made me a bitch. I'm going to throw it back in his face and have this girl make him her bitch.
1: Yeah, wow. That would actually be huge because it seems like that's one possible counter. You just... Literally control. Yeah, his you movements. just control them. Um, I uh, saw someone say Newman, which I don't
0: know how that would. I guess I, I don't see the direct correlation on how that would be a benefit. I, I know Newman, obviously having someone as strong as Marie on your side would just be good for anybody, really. So I could see why Newman also, but I think it's going to be someone outside of the show. I feel like the boys does a really good job of you know, like we had been talking about, just like Easter eggs and things, and I feel like there's this will be a way for them to tie this show into the actual like the boys content rather than mm. making it just stay as a separate spin-off. like i feel like this will be this benefactor will be the bridge between this gen v and the boys
1: yeah we could be getting if we do meet them we could be getting a huge cameo later on this season um and just to go on like why they want marie in the first place like we don't even know the extent of her powers, like we were talking about. Like, and um, we know she's able to manipulate blood, but can like she switch up its genetic code or something like that? Yeah, to, like, like optimize like V or something. What if she could
0: like mess with the the blood cells in your brain to you know just you know kind of do something similar to Kate, like just mess with your memories? Like the, the yeah. possibilities with with her are literally endless. She's got to awaken her devil fruit, man.
1: Seriously, seriously, <laughs> it's it's so cool. So. I'm super excited to see what Marie just slowly finds out she's able to do. Yes. Um, Then we're jumping into this just amazing
0: scene. 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, 12 out of 10. I don't even know. This was phenomenal. This
1: better than anything I could have asked for. Yeah. Like, I think this was better than having an actual like. I think so, too. I park. think so, too. But we got Sam running. He's on the run. He's hiding. He's hearing plenty of voices saying they're coming from him. Um, he sees puppet Emma. He just sees random puppets everywhere. We saw a you know, puppet deep on the TV screen last episode. Now we're seeing puppet Emma talk to him. I was telling, I told B Tom's this on the last pod. It just kind of reminds me
0: of black noir and how black noir sees those woodland creatures all the totally. time. Totally, yeah,
1: totally, hundred percent. Kind of taking it the same way. And they even had they showed Soldier Boy beating the shit out of. Uh, was that was it black noir? It might- I think it was black. Yeah, war, like almost absolutely destroys him in cartoon version. Right. Well, this was puppet version of mm-hmm. Sam going off because all of a sudden puppet Emma is like, hey, are those helicopters real? And then we'd look back now, Sam, uh, Sam himself is a puppet puppet soldiers zip lining yeah. down
0: so the lights start flashing she's like are they real and i'm like okay like here come the troops whatever and then like you see them like dangling down and they're the puppets like coming from the ropes yeah. i started cracking the fuck up i was like this is hilarious this is so good
1: so good he's ripping puppets arms off and red confetti spurting everywhere <laughs> he's grabbing those ripped off arms and shoving them down the throat oh my god that
0: puppet. was so insane because I I agree one hundred percent. I think the puppet forms of everything makes it so much better. But like, he rips off the dude's arm, breaks it and then just, like, shoves it in his (laughs) mouth. And I'm like, holy shit. I honestly didn't even want to see it in real... I I wouldn't even (laughs) want to watch that, even if I know it's fake. Like, I'd rather see it in puppet form, because my stomach wouldn't have been able to handle the gruesomeness of what was going on there.
1: We also got the one soldier going, you know, I'm a single father, two daughters, (laughs) and he just doesn't care. He just Just slowly rips rips out
0: his, like, vocal cords or whatever. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, just insane. And then Puppet Emma at the very end's like, oh, Sam, you have to stop hurting people.
0: So fucked up. This was a... Mm -hmm. Dude, I this is one of my favorite scenes of gen v so far maybe even the boys in general like this was just i was cracking up my mouth was open just at all like the, the quote-unquote gruesomeness of everything and uh, just to leave it off with puppet emma just saying oh sam stop yeah. killing people and then just the bodies around him it's so fucked up but this show is so good so good
1: yeah seeing the aftermath was like oh god like that really helps paint the picture i know I we just like, saw it in puppet form but my god i feel
0: like it was like even though puppet emma had asked like oh is this all real i felt like it was definitely real like i didn't i expected him to kind of come back to and see the bodies definitely but it's what a show man
1: yeah i know it was great and i think it, it the creativeness somehow works so perfectly i just there's no show like it it's beautiful um all right so getting to the end he of those wander here. off
0: though uh just like randomly i don't know if we is this the last we saw of him in the episode no 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 No. you do see him later
1: yeah yeah so he just kind of wanders it off from that crazy crime scene (laughs) slaughter scene if you will so we get emma walking into the old theater um stardust i think it was called she finds her old small yellow shoe and all of a sudden she hears a voice and realizes it's sam i didn't know if this was the real sam because he's like are you alone and i'm like well Well, that's sketchy. Why are you asking her that? But quickly, it is the real Sam. Well, I think
0: it's it's a good question to ask. I mean, because he obviously knows their memories have been wiped, so he doesn't know how far the manipulation of the school has gone with Emma. So not only is he thinking her mind could be wiped, she could also now be working for the school. So it's like, I know, like, asking, are you alone, is kind of stupid because she could easily just say no.
1: Yeah, but. No, I uh I just again I love how much Emma is just her gut feeling is to help this guy because he says, Do you remember me? She says, No, I don't remember you, but I do believe you. You are right. Somebody made me forget you. Um, so he's like, Hey, that's not a big surprise. You know, they made Luke forget about me too. And yeah. they were like, What? How? So that cuts, and then we jump to Kate at Andre's place. They're smoking, watching TV old tv about the mesmerizer yep this was mesmer right yeah this fucker mesmer yep oh my god it's a little just, douche <laughs> i love it it's so so good it's so good the cry. show is great the easter eggs are so good mm-hmm. um they were saying you know we should just bail get out of the school together kate was crying saying that sounds amazing but knows it was n- never happened then you know andre gets a text hey we found rufus so what happens Jordan and Marie go over, kick in Rufus's door, and interrogate the shit out of him. And again, anytime Jordan uses their power, it's just such a treat i just love them <laughs> switching it's so cool i well, really i think jordan's powers are definitely the my favorite that i've seen so far at
0: least in gen v it's so it, badass
1: it's so unique but we also learn that rufus's powers only work up close and he's been at his place for the past five hours so it couldn't have possibly been him you know jordan doesn't believe him Ready to kill him, basically asking him wants to deal with the tracker that was in Jordan's neck because Marie pulls that out, and then and all of a sudden Emma gets the call to Marie that it's not Rufus, it's Kate. Kate made Golden Boy forget that he had a brother over and over, so that's why he. I guess he was wondering about the weird thing in the woods. He didn't really know what that was. Like talking about Golden Boy in episode one, like it was just Kate over and over, fucking wiping his memory, which is wild. This scene
0: was so painful so painful
1: yeah i mean andre comes in and i thought he stabbed rufus i thought he threw those oh old, me too i whatever i, I thought that was. and then
0: i totally thought he was like because i had already theorized that i don't think kate's gonna make it out of this season and i was already kind of feeling that way like by the midway point of this episode and we're getting here i'm like i swear to god if andre fucking kills kate out of rage right here i'm gonna lose my shit yeah. thankfully he's, he, he walks away but yeah. i was worried for kate's life here for sure. But i she she touches him and all the memories start flooding back to andre and he's crying, i'm crying. and he looks <laughs> at kate and he's like you're a monster and walks away. I, I the emotions man. i'm i'm getting devastated here because again, i don't think kate's intentions were ever bad. She's just being used completely because her powers are so strong and useful to the to the team. but mm-hmm. i don't know how they're going to get over this. i think the only way is if kate like does a valiant sacrifice of herself, which.
1: Yeah, uh, might be coming. Yeah. But I love this scene. I love you kind of hit on it, but when she gives Andre all of his memories back and the emotion that just floods in, remembering everything and the automatic tears that just fly down his eyes, I thought it was perfect. Like a perfect portrayal of probably what would happen just so much. And yeah, I have fact so that- many chills in my arms right now. It's so <laughs> sad. Yeah, you're a fucking monster, and walks away. I was like, oh, that's her. It's a part of the
0: monster club, baby. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. <laughs> and it was really sad when she is saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I've only ever wanted to help you and protect you and make things better. I truly believe that's maybe her intention. I don't know if she's lying to herself telling her that in the back of her head, she knows. But Shetty's manipulation doesn't help the situation. You know, she's just almost in a way doing what she's told. So I feel bad for her. We did get like her eyes getting a little bloody and I think this was a result of her maybe pushing too much because she's wiping a lot of memories lately. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't know if we're going to get her, you know, over over pushing and getting another, you know, seizure semi coma moment or something like that, but yeah. It'll be interesting.
0: My uh I guess my lasting thoughts at the end of the episode were I wonder how, you know, Jordan is going to like we only got Andre's reaction here at the end. We didn't really see Jordan. We know Obviously, that's a tight-knit trio, so I just wonder how Jordan will react to it. Will Jordan be a little bit more understanding that she was manipulated? Marie is a newer member, so maybe Marie, because she doesn't have all that history with Kate, can sympathize with her. I'm not too sure. And the other comment I wanted to talk about is, do you think Shetty
1: has abilities i was discussing this with brian in the last episode do you think shetty is a soup? i think yeah I, Well, in the back of my mind i'm thinking yeah she's hiding something because i was just thinking about newman newman pretended and hid her powers for so long but really in the back she was hiding something in,
0: and the only reason i think no is because i think tech knight last episode made a comment Like, kind of associating her as a human, just like a normal person. But it was Mm. so, such an ambiguous comment that I couldn't, I couldn't take it as if like Tech Knight was just looking down on her because he is so strong, kind of thing. Or if she just was, and I, and if she was powerless, it would, I guess, kind of make sense that she would want to develop a drug that would make soups powerless. Like, maybe she fears soups, or maybe she wants to become one. I don't really know what the angle of that would be. I guess she could easily become one if she just took Temphee. So she probably maybe views Homelander and Supes as like issues and maybe wants to stop them. I don't know.
1: No, yeah, that could totally be a thing. Again, I don't know what Sam's power does because of, it feels like she is super centered around him and what he could potentially do. So mm-hmm. um, I totally agree, though. If Tech Knight said, you know, you're just a human, you don't have powers. I know he said he didn't have power. She just said, you're just a human, but I don't think she would have been able to get away with like a lie or like a play right there. He might've like caught up on it. So um, who knows? I am not going to be shocked if she busts out a random superpower, but uh, right now she could be 50, 50 for me, but again, super powerful, interesting character because she's in touch with the big wigs. She's almost like the liaison. So, I could see her not making it past this season. But again, biggest mystery now. Who's that big benefactor that took interest in Marie? I want to know.
0: And I think they made it a point, too, even in the beginning of the episode, as like the the season recap to this point, they did mention again like that Marie is looking for someone other than Emma at the time. It was her sister. So I think that's going to be another big storyline. We've already theorized that. Marie's sister is in the woods. We'll see if that comes true in the next couple of episodes. I believe it's only going to be eight episodes, but if there's nothing left from you, Paul, I'll go ahead and close this out. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. That's going to be it for our episode five coverage of Gen V. Welcome to the Monster Club, not house. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow across all social media platforms. Check out our website, bingetowntv.com. Like I said, we have a huge catalog of shows, content for you guys to listen to. You could spend days weeks months listening to it also be sure to go check that out we've also recently opened up our discord we've been gathering a big community very quickly in there so you definitely want to come join us in the conversations we'll be talking gen v wheel of time anime anything you guys can possibly think of we're talking about it in the discord so be sure to check that out thank you for listening
1: you're listening to the geekscape network